This podcast episode is brought to you by Audible.com. To receive a free book of your choice, please visit www.audibletrial.com slash mysticaccess. Enjoy! Welcome to the Mystic Access Podcast, where the magic is in learning. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Mystic Access Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Kim. And I'm Lisa. And we just wanted to welcome you to summertime. It is now officially summer in the Northern Hemisphere. And with summertime brings convention season, the ACB and NFB have their national conventions. Due to that, we have a bunch of discounts and sales and lovely things like that for your perusal. So the sales began on Thursday the 28th, and they will run through Tuesday, July 10th. So that kind of gives everyone in the various conventions time to get home and have a travel day at the end. And if you need to wait until then to purchase, you've got that last day to enjoy. So here's kind of what is going on in our convention sales. One thing to note before I give more specifics is that These are going to absolutely be our best sales and biggest discounts until Black Friday. So if you want to take advantage of a really nice discount on something you've been looking to purchase or some training or a product that has interested you for a long time, now is probably a really good opportunity to do that. All of our audio tutorials are 15% off, and so you can save quite a lot on those. Our training, consulting, and self-advocacy coaching services are 10% off. So it's a terrific time to purchase some training for yourself if that interests you. If you have some extra time over the summer and want to engage in learning more about your technology, now is a good time. And hardware, speakers, headphones, our Bluetooth transmitter receiver, all that is 5% off. So you can save a pretty significant discount on your hardware. The only thing not included in these product discounts are digital gift cards. Those aren't included. Our new bundled products are not included because you get a pretty significant discount on those anyway. And those are found in the bundled products category. And also paid events. But other than that, you have a really wide variety of things to choose from and lots that you can enjoy. So we definitely hope that you will take advantage of the sales. You do not need to enter any coupons or anything like that. They are automatically all applied. You can see the sale prices before you add to your cart, and everything is automatically done for you. Of course, you can browse the website anytime you want, mysticaccess.com, through any number of ways. You can view our best sellers. You can go to the shop. You can view all products on a page, search by category, whatever works for you. You can also call our phone catalog at 716-404-4166. That will guide you through the products that we have available, and you can press zero to contact us, and we can walk you through the order process on the phone. Or if you just want to talk to a human being directly immediately, (laughs) you can give us a call. And our main number is 716-543-3323. And we will be happy to place your order. If you don't get us, please be patient because convention season can be a very busy time. (laughs) And 
we will get back to you as soon as we possibly can to place your order via phone. So lots of ways to order and we hope you enjoy all the great sales. One thing I wanted to mention about the phone catalog is that the prices on the phone catalog are the regular prices. You're not going to see any discounts when you call the phone catalog. So you just have to give us a call and we can talk to you and tell you what the discounts are. Unfortunately, that would be way too much work to make the discounts happen on the phone catalog. The way that you can get around that issue is that if you know that, for instance, tutorials are 15% off, if you have something to calculate with, just take 15% off your price and you'll know exactly what you're going to be paying. So there are ways around it, too, if you want to use the catalog. Exactly. That's true. And it will at least give you an idea of what we do have. And also, we just want to say, you know, these are convention sales because that's a thing for a lot of people. If you don't go to the convention, well, all the better because you have more time to check out all our offerings. And just think of it as a summer sale. You know, we hope you'll find things that make your lives more enjoyable and easier and hope you'll learn. Kim had mentioned, too, about bundled products. If you wonder what a bundled product is, it's two or more products that you can purchase at the same time and receive a discount. So we have two Related products. products. Yeah, two related products. So we have two bundled products. One is the Google Home and Amazon Echo tutorial. So if you're interested in both of those products, if you have both a Google Home and an Amazon Echo, or if you're curious and want a Google Home and or an Amazon Echo, that's a good way to figure it out. You know, to buy the bundle, you get both products and you save, I believe it's $10 off $10. Of buying them $10. separately. The other bundled product is the VoiceStream Reader and VoiceStream Writer audio tutorials. These are both for iOS apps and they are related. Bundles are options that we put together, hopefully for your benefit. So you cannot go in, for example, and say, well, I want to bundle this and this and this. They basically are a small collection of similar products that have been grouped together and discounted. I have been kind of sitting on my hands, proverbially speaking, because I'm very excited to tell you about something that we are starting very soon on July 12th, as a matter of fact, and these are iOS modules. So if you have an iPhone, an iPod Touch, or an iPad, we have some classes that we think will interest you. Each one is going to be on a particular topic, and it's going to run about an hour and 15 minutes long, so roughly an hour of instruction and about 15 minutes or so for questions and discussion. Right now on the website, we have six of these scheduled. And some people have read the list and said, well, what about this and what about this? And we are very happy to take your suggestions, but I wanted to let you know that these first six, we're just getting started. We have roughly two dozen ideas right now for various topics. You can take as few or as many of these as you like. Of necessity, these first ones are more geared 
toward beginners. They are foundational. So if you're pretty new to using your device or you've had it for a while and maybe you don't feel that you use it as well as you could or should, then I would certainly encourage you to check these out. I will be teaching, I would say probably the majority of these, but Kim and Chris will be weighing in as well and bringing you some material. And I just think it will be a fascinating opportunity for all of us to learn together. Each of the modules sells for $15. If you buy three of these modules and you can mix and match them as you like, you will get the third one at about 50% off. And that will apply if you buy three of them or if you sign up for all six. And if you have questions specific to these, you are welcome to drop us an email info at mysticaccess.com or give us a call and we'll be happy to help you. I'm really excited about these, really looking forward to them. There's going to be a lot of material covered. Of course, a couple of logistical things that I want to be sure to mention to you guys. You have to select at least one before the product will be added to your cart. So just pay attention to those checkboxes and you can pick and choose from among the listed options. We have all sorts of goodies up there. We have one on Siri. We have one on Mail, one on the App Store. We have all sorts of goodies for your perusal among the six. So please do take a peek and see what interests you most. And of course, let us know if you have any questions. But these do start July 12th, and they will run through the end of August as they stand now. And we will hopefully have more for you quite soon. We hope this is something that will interest many of you and definitely come and hang out. And even if you can't attend live, please know that a recording of your module or modules will be provided for you after the fact. And so please don't let your time zone or your prior commitments stop you from registering because there's a lot of great information here. If you attended our June free class, then you have an idea of what's going to be covered in the course of this material. Or not so much what's going to be covered, but it gives you an idea of the style, it gives you an idea of the amount of material you're going to get. So we're really looking forward to sharing. And if you didn't have a chance to come to that event, it is up on our free downloads page. Check it out. It's called 8 Text Input Method for iOS. And it will give you an idea of the amount of material and... Lisa's teaching style, if you're unfamiliar with it. It was a terrific presentation, and I'm really excited to watch the teaching of these modules evolve, and we really hope you guys like it. The next thing that we're going to have is a little demonstration from Lisa, and she talks about this really neat device that she purchased. It allows you to use a micro SD card or a full-size SD card on your iOS device through the lightning port. So we're going to go to that right now. If you've ever wanted a way to quickly and easily transfer files to and from your iOS device, I may have a workable solution for you. I recently purchased the FixGet memory reader from Amazon for $12.99, and there will be a link in the show notes. There are other devices out there that do the same or similar things, but this one was recommended to me and the price was right. It looks like a standard pen drive, 
And while I'm not very good at measurements, I would say it's approximately two inches long. And like many pen drives, there is an attachment point so that you can put a small hook or something through it and then hang it on a keyring. Also, like many pen drives, there is a cap on the end that you can remove. Unlike many pen drives, this has two caps, one on each end. And when you remove the cap with the attachment point, you will find a standard USB plug. When you remove the other cap, you will find a lightning connector. I should say that the standard USB plug is standard. It does fit just fine into my computer's USB port. However, it feels rather large to me and was a very tight squeeze getting it to fit into my Vario Ultra. Along one side of this little device, there are two slots and the larger one will hold a standard SD card like you would put in a book reader. There is also a smaller slot and that holds a micro SD card. This device has no memory of its own, so the micro SD card or standard SD card provides its memory. I've tried both and they work fine, but I personally like to use a micro SD card because it only sticks out a little bit from the device, maybe a quarter of an inch if that. Because of that, when you leave the card in, it gives this just the general feel of a pen drive or a thumb drive. So if you're getting files from someone, you can just hand it to them and they may not even notice the micro SD card. However, if you're using a standard SD card, it does stick out quite a ways from the device and almost gives it a T shape. Not quite though. My concern would be that if you just drop this into a bag or you had it on your keys, and you didn't remove the SD card, that it could break or even break off inside the unit. The product information on Amazon's webpage is a little unclear. It is obvious that English is not the first language of the person who wrote it, and it says that it has micro USB capabilities, which I was not able to find. However, I didn't purchase it for that, so in my situation, no harm done. In order to use this with your iOS device, you need an app called iUSB Pro. It is free and it is mostly accessible with voiceover. I downloaded it before my device came in the mail because I wanted to check it out. However, what apparently is supposed to happen is if you plug the device in, and you don't have the app, it will prompt you to download it. What I have done to prepare for this demonstration today is to insert a micro USB card into the device, and then I plugged it into my computer, and I copied two files onto the device. I copied an MP3, and I copied an RTF document. Apparently, this works quite well for copying pictures to and from your iOS device and the FixGet memory card reader. It seems that many of the reviewers were using it for this purpose. One other thing to note is that if you have a case on your iOS device 
and it is thick, you may need to remove the case to get a good connection. I did not, but my case is kind of thin. Your mileage may vary with this, and this may be a showstopper for you. If you have one of the very large OtterBox cases, for example, that's hard to take on and off, this may not be the solution for you, but it may, so it's worth a try, especially for the price. I have unlocked my iPhone, and I have removed the cap from the lightning end of the device, and I'm going to now plug it into my iPhone. Alert, iOS Pro. iOS Pro would like to communicate with the iOS iUSB Pro would like to communicate with iUSB. That is, I believe, the name of the device as it is recognized by the app. Ignore. Button. Allow. Button. And I'm going to double tap allow. iOS Pro. iOS setting. And it has opened the app. So let's check out the tabs along the bottom. Selected. iOS tab. One of five. App, tab, five, three of five, iPhone, tab, five, settings, tab, five of five. Now you notice that the third tab was unlabeled, or so it seems when I flick across. However, if I explore by touch, to borrow the Android phrase, and I touch just above my home button, tab camera, button, tab camera. That is the camera tab. Let's explore this iUSB tab, which is the first tab. More button. iOS heading. More button. And if we double tap more. More iOS back button. iOS heading. Edit button. Here is an edit button. And then if we keep flicking right, we'll find the files that are on this device. So I'm going to double tap edit. Edit. Done. Button. And it changes to a done button. Now I'll flick right. 10 Spar Spangled Spectacular MP3. And I'm going to double tap to select that. 10 Spar Spangled Spectacular MP3. Unfortunately, it does not speak its state or whether or not it is selected. 3.5 megabytes. Days of Healthy Habits Challenge, RTF. And I will double tap to select this. 30 Days of Healthy Habits Challenge, RTF. When I flick right, it will give me the file size. 52.1 kilobyte. Action. Button. Let's double tap and see what we have here. Alert. Operation. Email. Button. Cancel button. So at this point, we can only email this file if we choose, or we can cancel, which is what I'm going to do. Now, if I flick right past action, I'll find some other options. Copy button. Move button. Delete button. And in this case, I'm going to copy. Move copy button. So I'll double tap. Destination. Heading. Cancel. Button. App. My destinations are the app or iUSB. So if I want to use my iOS device 
to copy these somewhere else on my little device, I can do that. But in this case, I want to copy them to the iPhone. App. So I'm going to choose app. Select destination. Back button. iPhone. Heading. Cancel. New folder. Button. I could make a new folder if I chose. Paste. Button. Paste. Button. And if not, I can just paste by double tapping. I've double tapped the back button and I'm now on this main iUSB screen. I want to show you one more thing here. Let's say that you're not just copying two files. Let's say that you have quite a number of them. More button. Double tap the more button. ISP back button. ISP heading edit button. Double tap edit. Edit. Done. Button. As we heard before, it changes to a done button and we flicked right to get to the list of files. However, if you flick left, ISP heading select all button. There is a button to select all. In this case though, because they're already copied, I'm going to flick right to done and double tap. ISP button. Done. Edit button. And because I'm still on the edit screen, I need to get back by either pressing the back button or doing the scrub gesture to take me back. Back button. ISP heading. One of the limitations of doing things this way is that there are some things that you can't do. You can't just choose a folder on your iPhone where you want this stuff to go. So where it lives once copied or moved is in the app tab. So if you shared a file to your iPhone, depending on the circumstance, which we'll go into a little bit more, you might need to go into iUSB and view it within the app. App tab two at five. Let's double tap to change to this tab. Selected app. I'm going to go up to the top of my screen. App heading button app back app 10 3.5 30 days of healthy habits 10 sparse 33.10 spark edit app edit app back button thing or this is just like the more button in the iusb tab going in here will allow you to edit the files but this time they are in the app. So I could go in and delete these and they would be removed from the app, but not from my little FixGet memory card device. I'm going to flick right. 10 sparse spangled spectacular MP3. This is a music file called Star Spangled Spectacular. I'm going to double tap on it. 10 app, back button, app, back button. One of one, heading, view list, button, 101 strings orchestra, spirit of America, sparse bangled spectacular, repeat off, volume, 26%, Four, 0, 19, rewind, I managed to lose my place, so I'm going back, okay, there we are, adjustable, selected, airplay, button, shuffle off, Button. Rewind. But pause. Button. Forward. Button. 
zero, 38, 1, 58%, adjust, 29%, adjustable. I did a two finger double tap to stop playback and I'm hoping that in my going through all those controls, you realized what was missing and that is there is no way to get this file anywhere else. You can't copy it, you can't do anything more with it. That's because it is music and it is assumed that most music is encrypted and that it can't be imported into your music app. I would really like to see them allow you to import into other apps so that if, for example, I wanted to play it in VoiceStream Reader, I could. However, this app does have a fair amount of functionality, and if I needed to play this in the app, it wouldn't be the most convenient thing, but it wouldn't be the end of the world. App. Back button. I'm going to double tap this, it's at the top of my screen, to get out of this song. App. App. Heading. More. Button. 10 Spar Spangled Spectacular. 3.30 Days of Healthy Habits Challenge. RTF. I'm going to double tap to open this file. 30 Day App. Back button. 30 Days of Healthy Habits Challenge. Heading. This month, we are happy to bring you 30. And this is the actual start of the document. And that's very nice. I can read through it right here in the app if I chose. But let's say that I wanted to save it for later and have it in a more convenient place. If I touch right around the home button, I'm going to find two options. Action copy, button, action share, button. If you're flicking through, the copy button is the very last one, but I'm going to show you that first. I'm going to double tap. Destination, heading. And this basically allows you to copy this file somewhere within this little world that is the device and its app. Here are our choices. Cancel. Button. App. You can copy it within the app. That way it will live on your phone. Maybe you don't like it here. Maybe you want it in a new folder. You could do that. IOS. Or you could copy it to the iUSB device. Let's say that this is a file that has always lived on your iPhone and you want it on your computer. You could copy it. IOS. App. Cancel. Button. App. I'm going to go back to the cancel button and double tap. Cancel. Button. App. Back button. 30 days of healthy habits challenge. Heading. Now I'm going to touch again near the home button. A action copy. Button. Action copy. Button. And I'm going to flick left once. Action share. Button. Double tap. Action alert. Operations. Open in. Button. Beautiful. If you've ever used Safari or other apps that allow you to share information, this screen will be quite familiar to you. Email. But cancel. Cancel. Email. But open in. Email. Button. You also have the option to email it, but we're going to go back to open. Open in. Button. App. Back. Airdrop recipient. No one found yet. Image. What you hear will depend on what apps you have installed. So you can flick right to look at the options available to you. Airdrop. Share it. Add to notes. Button. 
Instapaper. Button. Tweetings. Button. Send to Kindle. Button. Copy to voice train. Button. Draggable. And you can change the order of these as you will note when it said draggable. I would like this to go to voice stream, so I'm going to double tap. Voice stream. If I check in voice stream, which it has just opened. New. 30 days of healthy habits challenge one. About three minutes. 40 seconds, 0% read. RTF format. Frequently asked question. New. New. Guidelines for cert. New. And the only reason it designated that as one is because I had previously gone through these steps and put the file in VoiceStream, so it was designating this one as 1. I'm going to exit out of VoiceStream and go back into iUSB Pro. I got there by means of the app switcher and I'm still in my 30 Days of Healthy Habits document. 30 Days of Health. So I'm going to either find the button or use the scrub gesture and double tap. App. Back button. App. Heading. The third tab is the camera tab and it allows you to take pictures and videos right from within the app. You will be asked if you want to allow access to the camera and the microphone for pictures and video. I am not certain I see any compelling reason to take pictures this way. Also, when I have gone into this tab, it seems that things lock up for me and I can't get out of it unless I exit and then close it in the app switcher and come back in. iPhone, tab, four of five. iPhone, tab, four of five. Let's double tap there. Let's look at the options here. iPhone, heading, backup, button. This allows you to back up your contacts to this little device. Progress, zero percent. All photos, videos, live photos, screenshots, Dropbox, seeing AI photos, ISP, tab, one of five. This has a list of all the photos that I've taken using various apps and also various kinds of photos. And I can double tap, find my photo, and copy just as we did with the RTF file. Selected. iPhone. Tab. Four of five. Settings. Tab. Five of five. This is the last one, so we're going to go in here. Double tap. I'm in the upper left-hand corner of my screen. Settings. Heading. And I'm flicking right. Progress. Zero percent. You will see this sometimes if there's not a lot of information to show or if it hasn't loaded yet you'll see progress 0%. Playing, heading, no song is playing. Transfer, heading, no file is transferring. Contacts, head, backup contacts. Restore contacts, camera, heading, video quality, 1280x720, button. So prior to this option, we've pretty much seen information about the status of what's going on in the app and with the device. Here you can choose your camera quality. General, heading, clear cache, passcode. You can set a passcode if you like. Touch ID. Or touch ID, of course. 
Show hidden files. You can turn this on to show hidden and system files. I generally would not recommend it. It's probably more information than most of us need. But if you do have need of it, that's where it is. Selected. Use embedded player. If you unselect this option, it still says use embedded player. It does not give you other choices. Usage. Cutting. IOSP. 7.4 gigabytes free at 7.4 gigabytes. Encrypt. Button. That is an option if you would like it. You can encrypt the information if you have documents that are of a sensitive nature. iPhone. 90.7 gigabytes free of 119.2 gigabytes. That gives information about my particular iPhone. About. Heading. About ISP. Users manual. App version 2.3.13.29.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.1.
After all, you invented the drug. You paid to develop and test it. You should be able to charge whatever you wish. But do you really think that the... Hello. Stop. So you can have a narrator read your book to you, or some books are fully dramatized. I know that a few years ago I talked about Treasure Island, which was fully dramatized with sound effects. It was really, really neat to listen to with Audible. Normally I can't be bothered to read Audible books on the Echo because I do have this need for speed. I like to speed them up a bit just because that's how I've kind of learned to take in information. But if I do have a dramatized audio, that's where listening to them on the Echo really does shine. But you're not limited to listening to them on the Echo. You can listen to them on your mm-hmm. iOS device, your Android device, your Victor Reader. Fire. Stream, your Book Sense, your Fire. Yeah, Absolutely. Fire tablet. Yes. I would agree with Lisa in terms of really not wanting to speed up my dramatized books. They sound so good when you can just leave them alone. And specifically now that I have a Sonos One, I really like being able to play some content through my Sonos because it just sounds so good (laughs) and it's so nice. And of course, now you can access Audible through your Sonos One too, which I just think is super cool. But there's so many books available. They've got a huge variety of books that you can check out. They often have BOGO sales. I love those. Those are fun. <laughs> I often find oh, things yeah. that I may not oh, yeah. have found otherwise. What are you reading right now, Lisa? This isn't what I'm reading right now because I've currently exhausted my little store of audiobooks. So I'm reading a lot right now from Bookshare and on Kindle, just regular Kindle books. But if I have to go back and think, okay... What's a favorite Audible book? One that I really loved, and I actually reviewed it a little over a year ago, is a book by Jane McGonigal called Super Better. And it's all one word. And she had a concussion. And she is, I believe, a neuroscientist. And basically had lots of head trauma, lots of problems, and kind of gamified her own recovery from her concussion and she talks about how the use of games can really help us make connections to other people and to move forward in our lives. Now some of the games she talks about aren't applicable for us who are blind people because some of them are not accessible but you can easily make substitutions in your mind. Oh well this is a similar kind of game And even if you can't, it just fosters this spirit of kind of playfulness and curiosity that recovery, that overcoming hard things, moving through hard things, need not be the daunting, awful thing that if we can make a game of it and not maybe take ourselves as seriously as we sometimes do, that we can certainly enjoy the journey a lot more. And this is such a fantastic book because there's a lot of science but there's a lot of story so for me it's kind of the perfect combination because if there's too much research my eyes kind of glaze over and I don't always pull out the real world parallel but if there's too much story then I think well you know is this actually fact and so that really is a a favorite of mine that's an outstanding book and I would recommend it I don't know if anyone would have much interest in reading my book, although it's a beautiful book, but it's a creepy book, and 
It's definitely very haunting and very poignant. It's called The Good People by Hannah Kent, and it's a book I've been looking forward to reading for a while now. I bought it from Audible, and it's read by an Irish narrator with a lovely Irish accent. I think her name is Caroline Lennon. For anyone who reads lots of Audible books, you may know her. This is a book that takes place in Ireland in about the 1820s, maybe a little later than that. It's about a woman named Nora who has essentially lost most of her family through one tragedy or another, but she still has her grandson, and her grandson is not developing normally and is about four but doesn't walk, doesn't speak, and tends to have lots of convulsions and strange things happen to him, and the people around Nora begin to think that perhaps he is a fairy changeling. And it's about what actually happens and what Nora ends up doing about that to try to make things better. And it's based on true events, and it's very interesting. It involves a priest and a healer and lots of very interesting characters. So that's the kind of stuff I read for fun, and hopefully it would be of interest to someone. So it's called The Good People, and the author is Hannah Kent. The way that this works, if you are not an Audible member and you want to try Audible, you can sign up for a free 30-day trial, which gives you one book, and that's yours to keep. So if you decide that you don't want to continue on with the Audible service, you still have access to your book. And to check out the trial, you would go to audibletrial.com slash mystic access. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E-T-R-I-A-L dot com slash M-Y-S-T-I-C-A-C-C-E-S-S. So thank you, Audible, for sponsoring this episode of the Mystic Access Podcast. While you're reading your Audible books on these nice hot summer days, the temperatures tend to be going up and up and up lately, and we totally get it, and we can all empathize with (laughs) that experience. So if you want to stay cool while reading your books or doing whatever else you're doing, I may have a solution for you. It's essentially, and I say this in the insert, a glorified swamp cooler. (laughs) And if you don't know what that is, stay tuned because I explained in the insert. But it's basically a little bitty personal air conditioner unit and you fill it with water and it helps to cool down your personal space. So I hope you enjoy this little insert and that you find this helpful as a possibility to keep you cooler during these hotter and hotter days. Hey guys, welcome to this review of the Fit First 3-in-1 Portable Air Conditioner. Now before we go any further, Please let me make one caveat very clear. This is a portable air conditioning unit, and it is not going to replace your whole house AC. Not going to happen. It's not going to replace the window unit that keeps your entire room cool. Not going to happen. This is a personal air conditioner. Personal meaning it's going to work for just a little bit around you. So it is ideal for your desk. It is ideal for sitting on your nightstand at night while you were reading a book. Or sitting on your coffee table while you're watching TV. You can take it camping with you. You can take it traveling with you. Keep it in your RV. However you want to use it. Because it is powered. But it is powered using a micro USB port. So in that sense it is very very cool. 
This air conditioner is about six and a half inches across and high and wide. So a little more than that in one direction, like 6.7, but it gives you an idea. It's very small and compact. It has little feet, felt little feet on the bottom to keep it relatively sturdy. Speaking of sturdiness, the one huge thing you need to keep in mind is you need to make sure this is sitting on a flat surface. And when you are carrying it from one room to another, that you keep it fairly level, actually very level. Because if you don't, you will have leakage, guaranteed. Many of the reviews on Amazon for this are very poor, and a lot of it is because people say, it leaks, it leaks. Well, of course it leaks, because you have to keep it on a solid surface. So if at all possible, it's better to keep this on a table or on something that is solid with a solid base for it to sit on, a solid foundation. The other thing you might want to do is put like a paper towel or something under it just in case because sometimes I find that underneath mine gets a little wet. I don't know why that happens exactly. There don't seem to really be any vents under there, but this is essentially a swamp cooler. Now, for those of you who do not know that terminology, this is evaporative cooling. So what you do is you pour water or put ice into this thing and it filters out the cool air from that and filters out the water and there you go. So your water turns into cool air upon evaporation. So it's an itty bitty swamp cooler essentially, but it's a cute itty bitty swamp cooler. It has a big round button on top. It has three little lights that you can feel because they have little holes in them and they're vertical and they're right on top of one another. And in addition to the round button, kind of in the top center of the unit, it has two other buttons. They look identical to one another. One is a button that changes your fan speed because this is a three-in-one. Supposedly, and I'm not really buying into this, but supposedly they say you can use this as a humidifier. I don't buy it because your water really needs to be clean for that. <laughs> and maybe it's going to humidify the air, but mm, I would take that with a little bit of a grain of salt, y'all. It can be your fan or it can be your air conditioner. What's really nice about it that I do like is once your water has all evaporated out, then you still have the fan functionality. Anyway, back to those two buttons. One of them, and they're little square buttons, one of them will adjust your fan speed. The other will give you some color in your day because it allows you to utilize about seven different color schemes. And with every press of that button, it changes the color that the lights flash on top. So it's very cool looking. It's very fun in that regard. And a lot of people really seem to enjoy that. So people are using it for their kids or they're using it for themselves on their desks at work or what have you and really seem to like it very well. The other thing that is quite cool about this is that on the front, you can tell the front from the back easily, not only because the two square buttons are facing further toward the front of the unit, but because you can actually adjust the vent on the front. So you can put it in a centralized position. You can lower it so it'll hit your feet <laughs> or lower down. And you can raise it up so it can blow the air higher. On the right-hand side of the device, there is a tank with a lid and it takes up essentially the almost the entire right top face of this little bitty spot over here maybe mm, half an inch of the top face on the far right and you can find it because there's just a little lid pops up and that is where you put your water 
and you just close it so it's hinged. That is where your water goes. So you can carry it and you can fill it or you can just pour water into it, whatever is easiest for you. On the back, there is another thing that feels just like the vents on the front, except they're not adjustable. So that's another way you can orient to know back from front. On the back right, almost in the right-hand corner on the back, so bottom right, is a little recessed rectangle where the USB goes. And it goes with the little nibs up. And it can be a little bit tricky to plug in because, as I said, the port is recessed. I'm trying to actually get it plugged back in because I wanted to make sure about the orientation. And it is a little tricky to do just because I really can't tell precisely what I'm doing. If it helps, when you put the USB cable into the hole, angle your whole USB cable up a little bit and you should be able to plug it in easier. Although, I'm not at the moment. There we go. It's just a little bit of a tight fit, but you will actually feel it go in there. So it's very easy to operate. You only have three buttons to remember. And if you aren't interested in the color functionality of the changing colors, then you don't even have to worry about that one. So what you can do is you can press the big round button, and it is very large, on top. You can't miss it. And hopefully you can hear that. That is speed one. I'm going to press the button. That is speed three. Why it went from one to three, I don't know. It does that sometimes, and it's annoying. Speed three, as you can tell, is loud, but it does give you the best air projection. I'm gonna press the button again. That's speed two. And we're back to speed one. So you can kinda of tell the difference in the sound. And if you can hear my birds outside the window, they are not included with your air conditioner. Sorry. So that's what the sound is like. If you turn it off, it goes off very quickly. And if you turn it back on, It puts you back on the speed that you were last at. So the only really weird thing the speed does is move from 1 to 3 or 2 to 3 or occasionally. They seem to move out of order. I'm not quite sure what's up with that, but it does happen, so it's something to be aware of. Now, I'm going to turn this off. And I'm actually going to pour some water in here. You don't get a lot of projection from this in terms of how far out the air moves. So again, you want this on your desk next to you. You want it on your end table or your coffee table in your camping tent, somewhere close to you where you will be able to feel it. So it really is a personal air conditioner. So if there are two of you who want to get cool, you might want more than one of these. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to put this mic down and hopefully you'll be able to hear this. I have a bottle of water <laughs> sitting next to me, fresh from my fridge. You can put up to 10.1 ounces, I believe, and I converted it. It's 300 milliliters. So I think it's 10.1 fluid ounces of water in this, in the little tank, and that will provide the cooling for your air. So hopefully you'll be able to hear this. I'm going to open up the tank, and I'm going to unscrew this lid. I just have it in a little tea bottle that some Snapple tea came in, and 
I'm now going to fill up this. You don't have a very large opening, so you just have to be careful when filling it. And I didn't have a lot in that bottle, but that's okay, because this is just a demonstration. And I'm now going to, oops, and <laughs> sometimes you spill a few drops. Oops, which is what I just did. Oh well. I'm going to recap my bottle, and I'm going to close the tank. Now what they suggest you do is leave it for about three minutes after you put the water in. And that's supposed to do something. I'm not entirely sure what exactly. I think it's supposed to help it to recognize that the water is in there or something. Not really sure. We are going to wait just a minute. And while we're waiting, I'm going to tell you one thing. Which is, if you put ice in this, I've noticed that the side of the tank, the right-hand side of the tank, and that's where the tank is on the right-hand side, will get very, very wet after a while. After it's been cooling for a while. So that's just something to note. Again, you may just want to wipe it down every now and again. This unit cost me $29.99, I think, but I ended up paying $12 to have it shipped faster. And the reason I did that, I'm normally not the person who does that. The reason I did it is because there was a message in the Amazon listing. You can see it up near the top of the listing in a bulleted list from Fit First, who is the seller, who says, Beware of cheap Chinese knockoffs. We are not responsible if something goes wrong with your unit and you bought it from one of them. So I bought it from the seller. It was $29.99, but I had to pay $12 for shipping. And it shipped from Texas, and it took a little while to get here because I'm on the other end of the country. So that was okay. They took a while to ship it, but once it shipped, it wasn't too terrible. And it isn't my favorite toy, I'll be honest. And I have fans that are better. But for a little personal AC, it's cute. I like it enough to actually keep it and use it. I think there are times when it is going to become very, very handy. We're getting into the hotter months now, and it has been a pretty hot June here. And July will be worse, and August will be worse than that here. So, here in the South, we also tend to get a lot of humidity. And what they tell you is that it doesn't often work because it's evaporative cooling as well in humid places. Now, I'm not in Louisiana or Mississippi or Alabama. I'm not that far south, but even here in NC, it can get really, really humid. And we've been looking at anywhere between 70 and 100% humidity for the last month or so. So it's been pretty killer. It may not be as effective here, but if you are in Maine or other places where it gets really hot and not necessarily so humid, Phoenix, wherever you may happen to be, this may be something that you want to check out for that. I'm certainly not saying that you shouldn't check it out. I'm just saying, you know, it isn't my favorite toy, but I do like it. And I'm going to give you another demo now that I've let my water sit in here for a minute. So it's on one. I can immediately tell a difference in the coolness of the device. The air that it's putting out is cooler. I'm going to press the button on the right. Oops, <laughs> and I screwed up. The button on the right is the button for the color changing. Whoops, I assume it's changing colors. They're supposed to be pretty. And you hit it multiple times and it cycles you through. You can also have the colors off, and I believe there's also a way to have them rotate through all the different colors, pinks and reds and greens and blues and whatever else is on here. So I'm going to hit the button on the left. 
it's going to do it again. It's going to take us from one to three. I do not know why it does that. If you leave this on one, you will get, it says, about eight hours of use on it. If you leave it on three, as I've discovered, you'll get about two to three, maybe. One really doesn't put out a lot of air. It just doesn't. But this does pretty well. If you have this sitting next to you and you have these vents facing you, it's going to feel pretty darn good. There's two. There's one. And there's three. Again. So the only thing you have to have is a USB port to plug it into. So you can plug it into your computer. You can plug it into a wall outlet with a USB on it. As long as you have a USB port, you are cool. You can plug it into a power bank. If you have one of those nice little power banks, back on two. You can utilize it to plug this in. I like the fact that the little vent is adjustable. I just moved it to the down position. You can tell the difference when you adjust it. You can't adjust it from side to side, but you can adjust it up and down. I was a little nervous the first time I used it because I had no idea what would happen when all the water evaporated. And of course, it just continues as a fan. So that's pretty cool. So I just turned it off. And I want to thank you very much for joining me for this little demo of the Fit First air conditioner, quote-unquote, <laughs> swamp cooler. <laughs> Some of you in certain parts of the country, in the real human parts of the country particularly, are familiar with swamp coolers. So, I think of it as just my little mini swamp cooler. If this interests you, definitely check it out. There will be a link in the show notes for this podcast. And remember that we do get a small commission if you purchase through our link. And we only recommend you products that we have used and that we appreciate or that have been highly, highly recommended to us by trusted people we know and like. Stay cool out there this hot, hot summer, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. We'd like to thank all of you for listening, and we hope that you are staying cool during this bit of a heat wave that we, at least in the Northeast, are experiencing. And we hope that regardless of whether or not you are attending a convention, that you are having a wonderful summer. Thanks, everybody. Bye. 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 The preceding podcast is a presentation of Mystic Access, where the magic is in learning. To contact us, please visit www.mysticaccess.com. Call us, 716-543-3323, and press 2 to reach our Mystic Access podcast comment line. Email us at show at mysticaccesspodcast.com, and follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash mysticaccess. Would you like to spread the word about our podcasts? Please tell your friends and colleagues to visit us at www.mysticaccesspodcast.com. If you enjoy what you hear on our podcasts, feel free to leave us an iTunes rating and review. We certainly appreciate those. Also, you may feel free to use our podcasts in your own RSS feed. Just be sure that all of our contact information is left intact. 
Thanks for spreading the word, and thanks for listening. We hope that you have enjoyed this episode.